Thanks, everybody, for watching. I appreciate every single one of you guys. All right, let's begin. Folks, we have a war that's real. We talk about this all the time on this channel to the point where it's ridiculous, right? I'm always saying this. We have this war. We have this war. And we have been talking about for weeks about disinformation. And you guys know it, and I know it. We're in this era of confusion. And everybody's fighting. And there's this division. And more fighting. And more division and hatred. And crimes. And shock. People are disgruntled. People are, uh, people are seeing. They're finding the will to change. You have more division. Play fights. Real fights. Disinformation everywhere, chaos, confusion, division. Get it? That's where we are now. And I'm aware that people are becoming polarized. I get it. And I get it that some people don't like what we have been talking about on this channel. I get that. I get that a lot of you do like what we have been. Difficult truths. But it had to be this way. This is the way it is. We're in this chaos and confusion. And you have certain political leaders that are adding fuel to the fire. More division, more chaos, more confusion. If you come after me, I'm coming after you. So it's, we're at, obviously at a weird precipice. And all of this is consistent with what we have been saying. And all of this is the reason why this channel, why we're still running on this channel. Why? Because read your history, read your, read your Bible, think it through for yourself. In the middle of the chaos, in the middle of a war, in the middle of division, confusion, where everybody's adding fuel to the fire, the only thing that's going to make things better is something that allows you to become oriented, calm, informed, empowered, enlightened, and something that's going to make you feel where everything's making sense. And no one out of all the entities that I mentioned, all these things that are happening on the left and the right and everyone, nobody's offering that orientation and that calmness. That only comes from truth and understanding. Warning to everybody. Truth and understanding and quality information and ascension ascension above the noise if you can't do that and you can't focus on critical things you will succumb to the confusion with that said let us begin tonight right here folks you guys know the war is real. A lot of bad things are happening. We cover it every night. Everybody's covering it. Some people are, you know, they're overwhelmed with what is happening. What we're going to do tonight, let us begin here. I'm not going to play this. What we're going to do is simply drag this out. I want you to see this. A lot of you guys have seen this already. We're a member of of the trans cult that we were talking about. We said that this movement of the trans movement was going to become a terror organization. And you see this demon with the green right here. This is a dude. And notice that everybody around this dude is a female. But this dude thinks that if he grows his hair long and due to this end times antichrist sorcery, he can pretend to be a woman 
and then he can just attack another female who could have broken her head right there. She could have been she could have been killed. <clears throat> and this trans demon I, again, I'm only playing it in slow motion so that you don't you know I don't want to make it traumatizing. And you can see this demon. It's totally demon-possessed. We've seen this. This is written about in the New Testament where you think right now he's thinking to himself, again, this is full demon possession, folks. And it doesn't matter what anybody, anybody, I don't. I want to hear it. You want to debate me? Just read your Bible, folks. And he knows that no one's going to do anything about it. Look at this demon. He knows that he could have killed this person. He's not done yet. But he thinks that because the world is telling him that he's a victim, that he can do anything he wants. So, as you can see, this woman is, this little girl is trauma, and the kids, look at the trauma t- of these kids. So, this is the reality, and we're slowing it down on purpose, because we're in the Great Awakening, and this guy right here, people, I mean, you think about, look, look at this, this gentleman right there, he does nothing about it. There's a lot to learn here. One is bystander apathy. There are many, many I mean, how is this guy not charging at that dude? Again, I'm not calling for violence. But then uh, we also have the same tranny. Um, now it's been discussed. And again, I know these videos are going viral. And there's that demon again in this middle school in Oregon, by the way. This is a middle school situation, different girl. And again, this tranny is striking. And again, look at these kids not doing anything this tranny is on fire what you want to mess with me boom this guy's on a rampage look at this demon totally demon possessed and this is what happens when you create a call all right and i'm not trying to over sensationalize this but this situation has been caught and i want people to see that and you know which we're Everything in this channel is purposeful, so bear with me, folks. You know, we're doing everything we're doing on this channel for a reason. So, and then this is where we are, folks. Charges pending against this trans demon, this person, this dude, a male. What he is. And now he's got charges pending, finally, after a day of the school doing nothing. And only because the video went viral. That is what darkness to light is all about. So as you guys can see, we're covering several points here tonight. One of them is bystander apathy. The other one is the level of possession that these trans demons are experiencing. And remember, he's doing this to a girl. Remember that. So, and, now we're, and we're talking also about darkness to light. If this video does not go viral, the school does not fold. So be aware of that. After video violent assault against female student, students, plural, at Oregon Middle School. And that's only after a petition was filed with the juvenile court and the charges are now pending. So be aware of that and be aware of this. That if it weren't, I mean, the school earlier was coming out whining. They don't like that the video people were recording this crime. This is what the school was saying earlier. And so be aware of that. You can read that for yourself. You can stop the video. So be aware of that, folks. And we're going to throw this one out. And this is really a continuation of this problem that we are facing, this chaos and this craziness that we are in. And to continue this theme, uh, they, them, right? Utah preschool teacher, what proudly comes out as furry called flip. Again, this is an actual teacher who now is coming out saying, I began to reflect on myself and realize that I was probably a furry because I wanted one of those costumes. That is the degree to which some of these school systems, they're going ahead and they are hiring psychiatric patients to be the teachers of these innocent children. That is how these kids become so violent. So be aware of that. This preschool teacher in Utah is coming out, opened up about her double life as a furry. Think about that. We talked about last week, right, how a bunch of these people in the UK are claiming they're identifying as dogs 
but we don't know if that was a joke or not. But uh, there, uh, this is, in a way, this is good that this is happening so everyone can see it for themselves. And this person's already under psychiatric and demonic power, saying this 22-year-old kid, the teacher, who uses the, the, them pronoun, might teach young kids during the day, but her true passion comes alive at night when she transforms into a furry. Again, you would think this is a joke, but this is a, a brand new level of demon possession. You guys know it, and this is real. You can stop the video and read some of this for yourself. But don't think about it very much, she is saying, just because there is, unfortunately, still a negative connotation to the hobby. I picked up the hobby in the winter of 2020, but ever since I was 12, I've done cosplay and made costumes. <laughs> yeah, she's lapping it off. And there it is. I've always made clothes for myself. My mom taught me how to sew very early on, but I wanted to challenge myself. So online, I was looking around and I saw other people making these things. And you can see that now she is, I, this is another identity that she has. And these are the people that are teaching the children, folks, in this cosmic global chaos confusion end times weird situation all right folks and be aware of that of this right here in the same context that while all of that is happening washington state moves to remove community notification what restrictions for sex offenders think about it roll that back and they can start to roll it back everywhere else they are saying they're protecting the pedophiles so that the pedophiles can be hired as teachers and other jobs. That is reality, folks, of what is happening in the cultural side of things. Moving on, because a lot of other things are happening, and we're going to move on to war-type investigative matters. And we're bouncing straight to this tonight where James Biden confirmed to FBI family right, confirmed to FBI family confirmed to, you know, these to FBI that the family tried to help this China energy company, CEFC, tried to help them, what? Buy U.S. energy assets. So they're admitting James Biden is contributing to this unfolding situation. And you guys already know it. There's a strange war going on. We have Biden is being, Joe Biden is being controlled demolition thanks to Hunter's laptop and these things that are unfolding with Trump's McCarthy and these these committees. And we had this big, big hearing yesterday, right? The first impeachment inquiry. And already, there you have it right there, folks. James Biden, brother of Joe Biden, what confirmed to the FBI last year that his family tried to help CEFC, the China Energy Company, purchase a U.S. liquid natural gas facility in Louisiana. Boom according to documents released Wednesday by the House Ways and Means Committee. So, strike one tonight on all these things that are unfolding. You guys already know it, so all these things are going to continue unfolding against Biden. Great Awakening, we already have the touchdown on this. We got all the goods, we're comfortable. What we're watching is strategies unfolding. That's what for anybody new to this channel, that is what we're always talking about. We're showing everybody the strategies that come above the stupid optics. I'm just going to call it right now. Ladies and gentlemen, the optics is all of the optics are really annoying me. They're stupid and they're silly. And they should be annoying you as well. But folks, uh, let's keep going while all that is happening. There it is. We got them. Quote, the big guy is calling me. Boom. Joe Biden's brother again. 
I mean, is this James Biden? <laughs> What's happening? Oh, uh, Frank Biden. Again, all right, folks. So we have Frank Biden is contributing to the Great Awakening. And then we have James, the Biden family. They're providing the carpet bomb this Friday night. So now we have Frank Biden, the youngest brother. He's coming out. And he would interrupt calls during his time with an Illinois-based manufacturing company to speak to then-Vice President Joe Biden. And the Wall Street Journal is part now. They're playing the role. You know, they're one of my villains. You know, all of the fake news media, in one way or another, they're contributing to the great awakening, to this big thing that's happening. So you should be looking at that and saying, thank you, Wall Street Journal. You're making us look good because of the Wall Street Journal. We are vindicated in keeping this channel running. So be aware of that, this gift from the Wall Street Journal. And there it is. They're showing you this. People are posting about this. Got to put you on hold. The big guy is calling me. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks, Frank Biden. Frank Biden would say former co-worker Matthew Brady, Brady recalled to the Wall Street Journal. Boom. I thought, okay, great. Your brother is the vice president. What's happening? And by the way, who refers to their own brother as the big guy? I mean, I don't know. Everybody, every culture is different. I wouldn't. And I've got two big brothers. I'd be like, yo, it's him. I think the big guy. But, folks, another gift. You could see what's happening. All right, folks? It's very, very, very solid, very, very clear. And then we have this. Comer is coming out, folks. It's all piling up. Let's get all our our cards on the table, and then we're going to see what the enemy is doing and things that are unfolding, because we are in a real war. Moves and kind of moves. Art of war. And this is what game theory is all about, folks. James Comer, what? Subpoenas Hunter James Biden 315 days after launching probe into family. Boom strategically taking their time. It doesn't matter what anyone on the hard right, all these Matt Gates are saying that means nothing. Turn them off, folks. Ascend above that. And be aware of that. All of a sudden, there, House Oversight Committee Chair James Comer subpoenaed Hunter Biden and James Biden Thursday, 315 days after formally launching an investigation into Biden family including resident joe biden be aware of that and of course for anybody new you got, we always talk about the the slowness of how they're moving it's all there's a reason i mean if if slowness was not relevant then i mean trump would probably be back by now but there's a process unfolding that takes a lot of time i mean it's just the way it is and in all of this, it's amazing that I just want to sh- everyone to at least be aware of that. With everything that's being unfolded, White House press court, what fails to ask one single question about Chinese payments that we talked about the other night to Joe Biden's address during briefing. That is what happens when you control the information. You get rid of all these Simon uh, Aliba, whatever, whatever his name is, uh, you know, the, the South African guy, get rid of him, and then you stick the briefing room with reporters from Associated Press, CBS, CNN, Reuters, and NPR News. <laughs> and you control the narrative. Be aware of this. Narrative control, this is how they do it. We already know. Good for in case anyone is new to this. All right, folks, I want to quickly move forward to what is ha- what has been happening. What happened yesterday? Let's do this. I now recognize Professor Turley to begin his opening statement. Thank you, Chairman Comer, Ranking Member Raskin, members of the committee. It's an honor to appear before you today to talk about uh, what is undoubtedly the most weighty constitutional decision that you have under Article I, other than the declaration of war. 
and that is the potential impeachment of a President of the United States. It was roughly 25 years ago that I appeared in the impeachment proceedings with other experts in the uh, impeachment of President William Clinton. It was four years ago that I appeared in the impeachment proceedings uh, for President Donald Trump. And then it was just three years ago uh, that uh, another impeachment occurred without any hearings at all. The shortening <laughs> intervals between... Yeah, without any in hearings at all. Yeah. ...between impeachments should be a cause of concern and circumspection for all the members on both sides. And I want to emphasize what it is that we're here today for. This is a question of an impeachment inquiry. It is not a vote on articles of impeachment. In fact... Very important point. That a lot of people are not paying attention. This is only an impeachment inquiry. There's just... They're just asking questions. That's all. We're with Biden. He didn't do anything wrong. We're just examining, just in case. Get it? I'm mentioning this because it, it's relevant. It's going to come into play when you see what the enemy is saying. I do not believe that the current evidence would support articles of impeachment. That is something that an inquiry has to <laughs> establish. Look at Raskin smiling, saying, yeah, I have something to write about now. <laughs> Laugh out loud. But I also do believe that the House has passed the threshold for an impeachment inquiry into the conduct of President Biden. <laughs> right there. That is all you need to hear. Yeah, we've reached a threshold into an inquiry. Get it? But the enemy took the bait. Watch. Having said that, I want to just address three inescapable facts that led me to that conclusion. First, President Biden has indeed spoken falsely about these foreign deals. The Washington Post and other newspapers have noted that some of his past comments are demonstrably untrue. Second, President Biden was the focus of a multi-million dollar influence peddling scheme. And then finally, <laughs> President Biden may have benefited from millions of dollars as a part of that scheme. Now, those facts should not be taken out of context. They're merely <laughs> allegations, and they should not become presumptions of impeachable conduct. Indeed, as I've said in past impeachments, Self-dealing is a difficult issue under the impeachment clause. The framers sought to avoid ambiguous standards. That's one of the reasons that perfidy was rejected. While it may not sit well with many, President Biden and other presidents can be dishonest, can even lie to the American people, and that would not constitute an impeachable offense. Indeed, most presidents have lied to the American people. That's why I've not liked any president since James Madison. Now, dishonesty alone is not impeachable. And so what I lay out in my testimony are what I call guardrails or best practices. Those are designed to protect this process. Frankly, a number of the things I lay out benefit President Biden, as I say in my testimony. Because presidential impeachment shouldn't be a close question. It shouldn't be a rush to judgment. And you should avoid the type of confirmation bias that can, can uh, occur in this process. This is, as people say, a political process, but it is also a constitutional process. Influence peddling is a form of corruption. The United States has signed treaties to combat this form of corruption around the world. And that is also an inescapable fact. We need to find answers as to some of these questions. I'm running out of time, so I'd like to make yeah. one. He is running. It goes on, folks. But you could see what, what I think that was picture perfect to roll out Turley. Oh, nothing's happened. What, what, this is not, and it's not an impeachment. 
This is just an innocent inquiry. Matter of fact, we're with you, Joe Biden. Get it? We're not here to wage war against the left. That's embarrassing. We would never do that. That's not what this is about. That's not what we're about. Everything is fine. But then, as always is the case, when we're talking about the art of war, the enemy will always take the bait. Asking Congressman, thank you for being here. I mean, we saw you sitting there next to the chairman, James Comer. Do you think anything was accomplished in that room today? I think it demonstrated to the whole country that there really is no evidence at all supporting the idea of impeaching President Biden. (laughs) Yeah, that is. Oh, uh, Raskin took off his bandana. What is happening? (laughs) They can't even really name what the purported high crime and misdemeanor is. They don't even have a low crime and misdemeanor. They have no crime at all. Uh, 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 Nice try. And it goes on, folks. Yeah, that's because that's an inquiry. That's not an impeachment. But he knows that he's talking to a dumbed-down audience. Yeah, it's just a simple, innocent inquiry. The job of that hearing was not to prove anything. Um, And today, for their very first impeachment hearing, they had no fact witnesses. They had no eyewitnesses. They put on several... Uh, experts who agreed with us that there's not remotely sufficient evidence to justify an impeachment. And so- <laughs> All right, folks, be aware of that. It's just a simple inquiry, Raskin. We are with Biden. We love Joe Biden. We love him completely. We know that he would never do anything. We're just innocently, actually, and officially examining everything that he did And then we'll let you know it up to now. We're with you. We love Biden. Biden would never be impeached. We're with you, dude. (laughs) All right, folks, understand what is happening. And bottom line is right there, folks. Democrats tout deceptively edited video of Turley implying there is no evidence of it uh, for impeachment. (laughs) That ultimately was the goal and that is the sequence that I am showing you tonight folks that is the way this works and there it is on social media Democrats have been gleefully and again you saw Raskin smiling while Jonathan Turley was saying what he was saying he was smiling like (laughs) but in the end there it is they're gleefully sharing a doctored version of of a video clip which Turley says that he does not believe the evidence presented up to this point is enough to support articles of impeachment. Yeah, we heard that. I played that. And But as always, there's a problem. See, these sneaky lefties right there cut off the part of the clip in which Turley affirms that House Republicans have provided sufficient evidence to warrant an impeachment inquiry, right? Which is precisely what America is witnessing today. (laughs) That is the way that this works, ladies and gentlemen, which is why this clown is saying what he is saying and everybody on CNN, they're buying into this. That is how laughable this is. If you're going to attack something, you should know what that thing is. Folks, don't let them play you. And, okay. Be aware of what they are doing. All right, folks. And it's the same thing. This is kind of cringe, but... But you, if you have a difference of opinion, you just can't be impeaching, impeaching. On the other hand, this is a fake distraction, as you said. But you, <laughs> if you have a difference of opinion, you just can't be impeaching, impeaching. On the other hand, this is a fake distraction, as you said. <laughs> really? Where'd she go? 
<laughs> Folks, it's kind of funny to watch the Democrats overly playing this card when our opening witness is saying, oh, well, no, nothing is happening. We're with Biden. You know, we, uh, we have enough for an inquiry. It is just laughable to watch them overplay their hands. That's what's happening. They're so terrified that they're overplaying their hands. Nobody on the right is saying this was an impeachment. Oh, no, that's why Trump's McCarthy's, again, that's the importance of Trump's McCarthy, these centrists. Oh, no, uh, yeah, I guess we said that a few weeks ago. Remember when McCarthy came out and we were joking about it? And McCarthy was saying, yeah, there's so much evidence. I guess we'll do an inquiry. I mean, it's not really, I don't want to do it. I'm with Biden. I don't (laughs) That's the point of it all. All right, folks. This is probably just entertainment, but we talked about this judge on Wednesday and more cringe. Ah, this is kind of funny. Want to see the judge causing Trump so much trouble? Want to see the judge holding Trump in contempt? Just watch this wino drink from a 40 during a hearing. <laughs> Right there. (laughs) Laugh out loud. Somebody put that out. I just had to throw it out. Because it was my goal the other night to show you who he is and to kind of, you know, get the word out about who this guy is. Laugh out loud. Thank you, everybody. Whether you're on Rumble, the Rumble crowd is here. And, you know, I'm taking a look at some of your random comments. Somebody is, all right, let's see here. <clears throat> all right, let's see here. <clears throat> Somebody said, oh, laugh out loud. Okay. Uh, people are rolling on the floor laughing on Rumble. That's good that you're rolling on the floor. All right. I mean, <laughs> yeah, the judge. <laughs> yeah, I just had to put that out, folks. Don't let him play you. Let's keep going, right? The judge that's coming after Trump. Let's see what Trump is saying about that. Yeah. Trump responds to judges ruling on valuation of Mar-a-Lago estate. Yeah, uh, we already sort of went over some of this on Wednesday. But now, yeah, this judge is claiming, yeah, they're stripping Trump. They're trying to take away all of his business licenses in New York and all this craziness. And they're claiming that Mar-a-Lago is worth only $18 million, But now, Trump is saying, yeah, how about $1.8 billion? <laughs> Right there. Trump. Private Boeing 747, he was talking on his 757, said that what? That his estate is actually worth around $1.8 billion. He also told outlet that the disclaimers and... St- instruct anyone reviewing his filing to do their own research and analysis pointing out that it is a non-reliance clause. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. whatever, right? But uh, knowing with the real estate prices in Florida, ladies and gentlemen, guarantee. I mean, that's on the laugh out loud side of things. Obviously, checkmate. Thank you. Goodbye. Let me know your thoughts, folks. Um, You know, see what you think. And don't forget all the different ways that you can support this channel. And that includes, ladies and gentlemen, we did this the other night, right? Don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, in the description box, great way to support this channel is to check out MyPillow.com. And don't forget that user code, right? That promo code. <coughs> Excuse me. Chris on RTV. T-A-T-V. TATV, save yourself up to 80%. Ladies and gentlemen, all right. So with that said, I also want to throw out, let's see here. 
Another piece of news, this has to do with strategies, moves and kind of moves. What is Trump up to? Listen. They're not trying to move this, you know, RICO case to federal court for Trump. Why? I admit to being stunned by this one. We saw Mark Meadows try to make this move unsuccessfully. The federal judge rejected it. Jeffrey Clark's in the process of making that argument. He could lose at any moment. I think he will lose. But Donald Trump's team said, no, we're actually going to stay in state court. I think there's two strategic reasons that could be driving this. One, the state judge has been right down the middle. He's given some rulings that I think Trump likes. I think they want to stay with him. Second of all, that state trial is very far off. They're going to get to see the early trial first. I think they like the timing, the procedural posture they're in. I think they're worried that if they got moved to federal court, they could be put on a fast They get track. to see the approach of the... Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what you think. You don't know that. But anyway, folks, it is worth hearing this. And again, folks, this has to do with, right here, folks, I admit to being stunned CNN's senior legal analyst lays out two reasons why Trump isn't moving Georgia case. But Trump has decided to move, to to stay in Georgia and not move his case to the federal level, which is very, very interesting given everything we know. Again, very, I mean, let's see what else he's saying. Prosecutors in these cases that go before them, and yeah. then we could see it all on TV if it stays in state court. Exactly. All right. Quite a twist. Ellie, thank you. Thanks, Appreciate folks. it. There it is. Quite a twist. Again, folks, that's a big move. We don't know the real reason. That's what he thinks. He can give you his opinion all he wants, but we don't know why Trump is doing this. I mean, Mark Meadows thought it was important and he went for it all. You would think, I mean, we've been saying it on this channel, you would think that would be the prime strategy. But if this Ellie Honig is correct, he's just saying his opinion, but if he's right, that suddenly Trump is competent within the Georgia system that they're going to give him a good try, you know, they're going to treat everything fair. This goes along with what Trump's attorney was saying a few weeks ago when she was saying that if the judges are fair, yeah, we'll have a great time. We'll win this. with. I mean, they seem to be confident of what the judges are going to do. So there's that weird confidence coming up again. You know, how do they know what the judges are going to do? Maybe because that is where the military stepping in say, you're a real judge. This is a real situation. You are really going to pay the price if you don't look at the evidence fairly. We're not playing with you. Military is the only way. This could be, could be something to do with the National Council of Statewide Interoperability Coordinators. All of a sudden stepping in. Every, Trump is so confident that these judges are going to come through all of a sudden. See what you think, folks. <clears throat> think about it. what we'll do. Let's see here. Think, I mean, that's a big, big deal, right? And then I'm just going to cross over to this story. Think about it. Here it is. House fails to pass step, stopgap funding bill to avoid government shutdown. And I think this is all by design. Think about it. House Representative, what failed to pass a continuing resolution negotiated between conservative and moderate House Republicans in an effort to avoid a government shutdown? So, and this was introduced by Byron Donald. They turned it down. The bill failed the House by a vote of 198, yay, to 232, nays. And McCarthy and the rest of the House, they rolled out a separate funding, some secure funding for some security issues with Ukraine. That went through, but say hello to the government shutdown. What will change? A lot of people are saying that that's going to freeze most of the money and support for Ukraine. We think there's a big strategy in all of this. We do here on the channel. I do. And We've already outlined that several times, all right? All right, folks. Let's see here. Then, 
I want to throw this out because it kind of goes along with everything. NBC is horrified that what potential government shutdown may disrupt billions of U.S. dollars being sent off to Ukraine, right? There. Be aware, and like it says here, this is not a joke. And so is this the big strategy unfolding? We were saying this earlier this week, folks. MSNBC, excuse me, NBC News is horrified that a government shutdown, shutdown may disrupt the pipeline of greenbacks. Yeah, right? Being sent off to Ukraine 5,000 miles away and never heard from again. And the writer says, again, this is not a joke. And there it is. You decide on this post. Looming U.S. government shutdown is being felt 5,000 miles away in Ukraine. (laughs) Yeah, um, you decide, folks. And like it says there, right? MSNBC News saying Ukraine once again finds itself center stage in the drama of American politics. Is this by design? The looming federal shutdown is being felt in Kiev some 5,000 miles. Really? Okay, good. So the Nazis are not getting what they want. And, you know, this became a battle between are you, do you care about the border and the illegals that are coming in or do you care about Ukraine, right? This kind of became this thing. Think about that. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, in conjunction with that, speaking of Ukraine, I think it's interesting that this is happening. Days of the dead, neo-Nazi Azov Brigade conducts torchlight rallies all over Ukraine. (laughs) Be aware of this. Look at the images. Can you see what is happening? The neo-Nazi fascist Ukrainian as a brigade celebrated the Day of the Dead on Sunday as it does every year on Autumn Xenix, or Equinox, excuse me, in various locations in Ukraine. There it is. The pro-war mainstream media used to criticize as a brigade as Nazis, but now pretend like they don't exist. Yeah, and they remind us of this as you look at these images. And we know that this politician, this um, person, this representative Ro Khanna, back in 2018, was saying, yeah, white supremacy and neo-Nazism are unacceptable and have no place in our world. I'm very pleased that the recently passed omnibus prevents U.S. from providing arms and training assistance to the neo-Nazi as a battalion fighting in Ukraine. Boom! That was back in 2018. I'm showing everyone this, and I want you to see these images. This is happening now, so that if you know anybody that is rooting for Ukraine and fell for the fake news media propaganda, anti-Russia propaganda, well, they are pro-neo-Nazis, and it's right in front of all of us. The argument is settled. We know that. Be aware of that. And of course, there's actually more to this. And we're not going to cover it because we already covered it the other night where Justin Trudeau is putting out this fake apology. And there's a lot more. CNN is coming out saying, we can't believe it. This is a mistake that Canada would honor this neo-Nazi. This Actually, this Nazi and they're pretending, well, it's a mistake. <laughs> but we know this is at the heart and soul of the war in Ukraine. Again, for anybody new to this channel, Ukraine using and being represented by neo-Nazis, which is what Putin said from the beginning as we're watching a realignment of the world order that Russia's defense minister mentioned the other night. And we have this new, newer world order that's coming together that is against the new world order that we've been talking about, that everyone's been talking about for so many years. All unfolding, folks. All right? I also want to throw this out before we, you know, we're rounding out tonight, right? 
Let me know your thoughts, folks. I want to throw this out. Brand new codependent Scott Hall. What pleads guilty in Trump Fulton County case? Really? Be aware of that, folks. The, uh, you know, this bail bondsman Scott Hall on Friday became the first defendant in the Fulton County election interference case to take a plea agreement with prosecutors. Really? And he is pleading guilty to five counts. And again, people, this is a racketeering. He had been charged with racketeering and six felony counts of conspiracy, if you can believe that. So be aware of this. Moves and kind of moves. The enemy is making big, big moves. So, you know, we've got Lynn Wood working out some sort of deal or whatever he's doing, regardless of what he is saying. We're going to keep an eye on that. The main guy that was talking about election interference, somehow, no indictment. I'm Lynn Wood. I get to go home. I'm free. Yeah. And now we have this. What will happen? We'll see. I mean, this I mean, this stuff is dragging out and we're only in September. We're almost in October, but we're still only in September. Long way to go, folks. We're almost done tonight. There are a couple stories, obviously. You know, we want to put it on the table. Some of it is on the laugh out loud sort of what is happening? <laughs> we don't take an oath to a tribe. We don't take an oath to a religion. We don't take an oath to a king or a queen or to a tyrant. Or a- <laughs> Yo, dude. Take a deep breath, dude. <laughs> an oath to a king or a queen or to a tyrant or a dictator. And we don't take an oath to a wannabe dictator. We don't take an oath to an individual. We take an oath to the Constitution. And we take an oath to the idea that it's America, and we're willing to die to protect it. We don't take an oath to a tribe. <laughs> and I end all my sentences with a heavy pronunciation. We don't want to die, and we don't we take an oath to a king. <laughs> Laugh out loud, the snake. Billy the snake makes his big move. <laughs> General Mark Milley steps down with dictator swipe at Trump. <laughs> laugh out loud. <laughs> Guys, you decide what you think. But um, this guy goes out in smoke a few days after Trump says that in another situation he would have got the death penalty. Trump coming out the other day, right? And Millie the Snake once stepped down Friday as top U.S. military officer with a parting swipe at former boss Donald Trump, saying no soldier ever swore an oath to serve a wannabe dictator. <laughs> Laugh out loud. You heard, you saw that highlight? And there it is. You heard him say it right there. You don't take an oath to the king or the queen or tyrant or dictator. <laughs> you know, maybe he's got the hiccups. You know. But uh, folks, be aware of that, and we got this uh, CQ Brown is stepping in, and there it is, the Marxist strike again. He happens to be the second African American to hold the top military job. <clears throat> yeah, it's just a coincidence that he happens to be black. Yeah, you know, don't forget, folks. The Marxists they hate black people. So when they put them in power, they're only doing it in a way to pander to them. Like the debates that we haven't, we never talked about. The debates from Wednesday with this woman from the Telemundo whatever, the Univision, what are the Spanish... Hey, Mr. Candidate, I have a question for you. I do not speak English, my cat... And they're pandering to the Hispanics with these jokies, people that don't even know how to speak English. And they're putting them right there as the main host of the main presidential, supposed presidential debate. Because they want to pander to you. So, yeah, whatever. 
Don't and nobody ever fall for any of these pandering things. But whatever. We'll see how this guy does. Millie the Snakes walks away. See what you think. Alright? And that almost wraps it up for us tonight. We've got a couple other quick stories. Be aware of this. You know, see what you think. This is a big, big problem for the enemy. Breaking RFK Jr. plans to announce independent run for president, according to this report. Kaboom! There it is. Mr. RFK Jr. And maybe he will... How does that work? Will he... Maybe the No Labels Party will support... I mean, how does that... (laughs) Well, this is a big deal. He is popular, and the Democrats won't be able to control him. And just, I mean, it's, it's, the headline says it all. A lot of moves and kind of moves tonight. See what you think, folks. And, uh, let's see here. As we wrap tonight, not like I was not going to cover this. I mean, <clears throat> Yeah, uh, the, uh, there it is. I mean, you, everybody knows about this, obviously, to wrap up tonight. Diane Feinstein dead at 90. It's a shame. I mean, look at this woman. I mean, look at the condition, folks. The woman, everybody in her family should be angry. Everybody, but no one is. They rolled this woman out. I mean, she was already dead weeks ago. Sort of. I'm not, some people are going to take it literally. She was practically dead for months now. I mean, they were rolling her out in this wheelchair. The person, ladies and gentlemen, our government was never intended for people that are literally on their final deathbed still I mean, she talk about clinging on to your job to the bitter end. This is a biblical example of the degree of panic that these demons are in, the Marxist globalists. I mean, yo, lady, you've been in government for like a trillion years. Enjoy the final days of your life. I mean, this is shameful. And there it is, folks. To the bitter end, and as a lot of people are saying, just a few hours ago, she signed some bills. She contributed. I mean, this is shameful. And, you know, a lot of people are comparing this to the John McCain situation. I'm not going to get into that because there's no evidence for that. But more importantly, look at who has the power now. This should anger a few people. That all of a sudden, and we said it the other day, that all these Senate seats are a big part of the chess game. And now, Governor Newsom, what, will pick Feinstein's replacement, vows to choose a black woman. This is partially fake news. Not really. The writer didn't really. I mean, he did say a few months ago in an, like it says here, earlier this month on a Meet the Press Newsom did say he would make an interim appointment and suggest suggested he would choose a black woman to replace Feinstein. So again, like we said a minute ago, again, the pandering to people's races and this whole pandering from the demons on the left. And every black person should be angry at this. You don't pick a black person just because of the color of their skin. But that aside, folks, forget this argument about whether he's going to... We don't know that yet. He has not come out and said that. And the writer should know that. But more importantly, uh, (laughs) it's pretty funny that everyone is saying that Adam Schiff is part of the... is one of the possibilities. Laugh out loud. Can you imagine? And Katie Porter and Barbara Lee. So can you imagine... Adam Schiff, I mean, folks, this is shocking moves and kind of moves. And the fact that this guy has the power to do whatever he wants, I mean, 
And by the way, like it says in this article, now both senators in California are selected. Everybody in California is selected. And we know that Newsom didn't quite get in. We, we, everybody doubts that election where they were trying to remove him. All of California wanted him gone, but he overcame that. So the point is, California is even worse condition than it was yesterday, if that's even humanly possible. So what is going to happen? You guys decide, and you know, it is shameful Recall that Newsom appointed Alex Padilla to replace Kamala Harris. So, like it says there, this means California will have two senators who are, were now el- not elected by the people. And they have a governor that w- was not elected by the people of you ask me. That is the reality, folks. Let me know what you think. Then uh, we have the Trump movie that is going on. We'll p- play some of this, but before... Uh, folks, <clears throat> all right, well, maybe we'll leave that for last. Trump putting another one of his feel-good kumbaya Trump movie. We'll give you the right to be free. It goes on, you guys get it. This is what it's all about. This is the the fruition and the culmination of this plan that we were told was unfolding and it had to be this way. And the Trump movie plays on. Trump is everything almost. All right, we said it. It's like a, a culture thing, but is it if is it becoming more than that? Is logic and reason being broken up for the sake of the motion to grab people in, in this movie that they're lost in? I'll leave you guys with this. And again, you believe, you know, to wrap up, I mean, on Trump, you know, this is the movie that he's playing, you know, that will cheer him up. And Trump, shot, this shocked me, but here it is. I mean, you know, you guys decide. Trump on dissent is what? I'm the one that turned Florida red, not him. <laughs> really? <laughs> All right, folks, you can agree with that. Um, or you can think on your own. I was not aware of that. Trump, why didn't you turn New Jersey red instead? <laughs> You're watching a movie. Ladies and gentlemen, I love you guys all. Check out all the links I provided in the description box. And check out the latest on the member site where we're dealing uh, with these topics. Big, big topics. And a lot more for your consideration. Just filling in the gap. You know, some of these days that we're not doing live stream, you can check these videos out. And, you know, I guarantee you, it'll change your perspective and it'll empower you. Don't forget, folks, purpose, direction, empowerment, calmness, focus, all of this, orientation, all powered by truth and understanding, like we said earlier. That is what this channel is about, truth and understanding and empowerment. We don't follow groups on this channel. Truth itself is a gift from God. And so is understanding. It doesn't come from a group. It doesn't come from an echo chamber or any movement. 
Logical thinking, folks, wins every time. God bless you all. I thank you and love every single one of you, folks. And ladies and gentlemen, I will be back Sunday night, 8 p.m. Eastern. Let me know your thoughts. I'll read your comments. All right? All right. God bless. I love you guys all. Peace to God be with you.